0: Hey everyone, welcome back to On Point. This episode I sit down with the born and raised guys, Wes, Trent, Cody, we all talk about the broadhead testing we're about to perform next week, and what to expect, what to look for, and basically just breaking down the different things that we're going to be testing, the different aspects of a broadhead, what's important when you're looking at a broadhead, and then also explaining the kind of the point system that we're putting behind these heads as well, and a lot of the things that we want to make sure people are aware of before they start watching these videos. I don't want to hype this too much, but I honestly do believe this is going to be a broadhead test that people go back, look at, and then use years from now. And then also, I think this is going to be the most uh, wide and comprehensive broadhead test ever performed. The biggest one that I know of right now is by Chris Dunlap, who's a good friend of mine. He tested 29. Right now, we're at 45 and the list is growing and uh, cannot be more excited about the testing that we're going to do there's things that have never been done before that we collectively came up as a group and decided that these are good ideas these are things that will push the boundary for for testing in the future that people can now go out and perform their own tests that will give actual data that is very objective very unbiased and i think it's going to be a great test and so without any further ado please go ahead and, and let me give me your feedback. You know, Wes was serious in this. Give me your feedback, message me on any of the platforms if you have any suggestions, any ideas for tests. Uh, we're always happy to do that. It's not too late to get your feedback heard. And then the second thing is, if you don't wanna miss this test, you can either, you can watch it both on my channel, on the YouTube channel, or on the Born and Raised Outdoor channel. So if you are not a subscriber on my channel, type in my name Garrett Weaver or you can just type in on point with Garrett Weaver my channel will pull up hit that subscribe button and then make sure you click that bell icon and so as soon as I upload that will notify you when I upload and uh, right now I haven't been uploading hardly at all because I've been so uh so focused on on the podcast that the the YouTube channel's kind of suffered but this content will be coming out as soon as it records i'm going to try and get it up as soon as it records and to coincide with the bro guys here but uh very important that you guys do that you hit the bell icon and then so as soon as i upload you get a notification you can go on there watch it give me your feedback and uh there's gonna be multiple videos because there's so many broadheads there'll be multiple uh basically episodes of the broadhead testing So, Or else it would be probably like an hour, hour and a half long video. So no one wants to sit around watching people test broadheads for an hour and a half, I'm guessing. But some people can watch, you know, 20, 30-minute long videos, multiples of them, and then uh, see the grand finale in the end. But outside of that, guys, appreciate everybody listening. And I will see you at the end. Bye.
1: Okay, guys. Welcome back to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Uh, We're four deep today. We are four Four deep deep today. So we've got uh cody to my right we got weston over there with a lav mic on because he doesn't know how to set stuff up and we've got a special guest again garrett weaver he's uh kind of a kind of a regular on the show and <laughs> I, I love it because he comes up with some good stuff uh he's kind of our tech guy so when we're going to get some real technical stuff it's like garrett well talk to me so and then we got uh, cody's dog in the house too so wrangling it's, wrangling it's we're dog. wrangling we're wrangling dogs <laughs> Yeah, turd and cats around here. But so what we wanted to do today is jump on. We, at the, yeah, this has turned into a storm, has it not?
2: It had, uh, what started off as one Instagram post with 395 comments.
3: It, it <laughs> Yeah, it definitely has <laughs> got its life of its own. Last year we did some broadhead testing, kind of played around with it. Like, hey, let's shoot a video. Bought a Bing. This would be, uh, be cool. Right. And
1: now apparently we're taking it to the very next level, which as i'm told is the top of the level on the internet the most broadheads ever tested at once which is a number of
0: 45,
2: 45 holy I moly. think is yeah. our final count is yeah
1: 45 de- i didn't even know they made that many different heads they <laughs> make hundreds
2: really? yeah there's
1: the
0: a pile of manufacturers yeah. now well, there's probably hundreds coming out a year right now
1: really yeah. yes see shows how much i know so i'm not going to talk too much during this session because <laughs> i'm not really the tech guy i'm going to leave that up to these guys but um Anyway, so let's dive into it, guys. When we started out this whole thing, and we started out saying, "Okay, we're going to do another broadhead test uh, that kind of feeds off of the one we did last year and take it to the next level." What is that taking it to the next level versus what we did last year?
0: Uh, do you want me to take it, or you got it?
2: Well, we can tag
1: team. We it. can
0: tag team this. Yeah. Uh, well, in a lot of the tests, first of all, the biggest test that I've seen um, is from Chris Dunlap. He did 29 heads. Yeah. And so uh, when I heard you guys were doing this thing, I'm like, I want to be a part of that. So I kind of invited myself along. So thanks for letting me be the no 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 we wanted to tag here. along here. But um, you know, so I I think I got a hold of Wes and uh, he's like, well my goal's 75. I'm like, well holy crap that's that's that giant. <clears throat>
2: yeah. And and the reason why I say 75 is because there's going to be a bunch of people online after we do this, <laughs> and they're going to say, well you didn't test this yeah okay so I wanted just as many broadheads as we could possibly get to shoot them right. and turns out if you want all those broadheads you're most likely gonna to have to shoot 100 grains because a lot of people take yeah, the 125 broadheads mm-hmm. that oh, really? are out there are 100 grains and so we started this off by saying it's 125 most of us shoot 125 heads I, bl- I know us three do yeah uh, Garrett do you shoot 125 I do so Obviously, I wanted to test something that we could probably end up shooting. You sure, know, that's the goal, sure. right? Right. We're we're trying to find a broadhead for us to shoot. Essentially, are we shooting the season. top
1: contender? Is that? Is that the goal here, or well, is there some stubborn people in the group that are like, no, my broad head's the best anyway? Is that the way it goes, or how's that going to well, go, Garrett?
0: Well, I don't think you're ever going to make everybody happy, number one. So I feel like the whole first half of this podcast is going to be disclaimers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, it's probably – Unfortunately. So, so the biggest thing that I – like looking at this
3: is like, okay, Ashby, Ed Ashby is the one that had the broad head test. Yeah. Or like, there's a lot of – and it was uh, – written and based on a lot of different variables. He shot a lot of games. He a shot lot all. of
2: game animals. They're standing in different positions, different weighted bows, so different weighted heads. So he did it just in, a, just in the wild version. He right. Did, yeah. Yeah. Like it was test, mostly like
3: mostly Correct. Africa stuff, yeah. so gotcha. Yeah, and a, a lot of trad stuff. Which mm-hmm. we're um, not dissing on what he No, did no, no, for sure. All. I mean, he, he basically had the baseline for it. So it's like, let's look at the modern-day compound. Let's look at modern-day broadheads and take break them in categories, expandables, replaceable and fixed. And so the biggest thing was like, how can we scientifically somewhat make, take all these variables out and then just put it to the broadhead. So same bow, same arrow. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a shooting machine we're, we're we're trying to do the best that we can do. So that's the disclaimer, right? Like right. There, there's sure. probably gonna be holes that someone can shoot right. through this and spine arrow like deflection all that But there is,
0: there is no perfect test no. and you know Hopefully before I die somebody creates a standardized test that we can test broadheads by which I don't know if it, it's even possible But I mean I, I've been saying this the whole time. There's no perfect test anytime. I do a broadhead test I always start off with a disclaimer and like Cody was saying, trying to take as many variables out and then make it as consistent. Like, what are you shooting into? Well, that needs to be consistent. You know, shoulders aren't consistent, leg bones aren't consistent, uh, plywood's not very consistent. Right, so right. We're, we're we're trying to really narrow down what we're what we're going to be shooting here. So we're going to be buying a, a more consistent plywood, a nicer plywood. I think is probably what we're going to be doing. We're going to be not using that for penetration tests because there's problems with that. So. I've been reaching out to a lot of guys in the industry that I trust that really geek out on stuff like I do. And I'm like, punch holes in this. I can't really punch holes in that. Okay. Then we're going to do that. So, cause if those guys can't punch holes in it, then other guys that in the industry, or maybe even just whatever people subscribers
1: looking from the outside. Yeah. Yeah
0: are going to have a hard time punching holes in this. So I've really been trying to do a lot of damage control before we even come out with these tests. Right, right. Just to make sure, because I, I want this to be something that somebody looks back, you know, 10 years from now, because I think this is going to be one of those things.
2: Yeah. So Cody and I were talking about it, just, actually just before both of you guys got here, about uh, a spreadsheet and having a downloadable blog post. So basically people will be able to print it off and mm. see, like like all the tests that we're talking about, we'll get into that here in a second, but that we'll actually be able to score the broadheads—it's not just going to be a oh, this one did uh, a minus, you know.
3: As uh, factual based as we can, yes, right? i yes. mean That's is, the objective side of it. Uh, correct.
2: And yeah. you know, another thing about uh, all these broadheads is, yeah, we got some heads for free, but they're not cheap. Um, so that's why we're at forty-five and not uh, ninety, you <laughs> Budget. Know? And we only have so right. much time. <laughs> but yeah
0: that's- which you know shout out to the folks who sent us heads i sent like a, a broadhead drive post on instagram and eight nine different packs of heads that's I mean, awesome yeah that's, that's really a lot awesome. of money some guys sent you know um paypal they said hey you know here's 40 bucks
1: and it's putting your money where your mouth is i mean that's yeah. what's, what's cool about it to me it's just like hey i believe in my broadhead enough to where yeah. guys go test it go do it that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome really
0: I, you know, and we've even had some manufacturers, I'm not going to use names here because they were nice enough to um, send us heads and stuff. But they said, since we started sending you heads and stuff, we decided to test it. And we would prefer if you did not test our head because we really? found some flaws in our, in our, you know, that's happened twice with me now. So, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. So just us doing this and shedding a light on the heads and being really thorough yeah. scares the crap out of some of these broadhead manufacturers to where now they're rethinking their game. So that's cool. No, we're improving the game just by shining a really good light Absolutely. in I a lot you. of different areas.
3: Yeah. I got you. Yeah. The, the hardest one that I think... Uh, and is one of the most critical that we cannot test is really wound channel. I mean that that How quick what it will do blood wise what you know, I mean it, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people overlook with broadheads Like they shoot one animal with it in that circumstance and then they think oh well That's the end all that was that a great sucks. blood trail or it was an <laughs> off, you know, and like not realizing right. Angle penetration, you know angle down high low however that be so that is one that, like, I guess. Do we want to get into like the categories? Sure. Like how... I think
1: yeah.
2: I think that's what we need yeah. to do. Yeah. I, we need to kind I'd of also, lay it out there. Yeah. And I'd also like to say we're not testing arrow systems. <laughs> we are testing <laughs> yes. broadheads. We are testing how well your broadhead that's picked up by somebody in a store and has put on their arrow is going to perform. Yeah. We're not. That's what we're testing. So we
3: have a baseline. So we're going to shoot. Days, we're going to shoot it out. of – I've got a Hoyt. Uh, helix ultra that we're going to shoot it at 31 inch draw length mm-hmm. 70 pounds uh day six 250 spine arrow with his concentric uh outsert centric, in, in, huh? centric system centric mm-hmm. um insert outsert so that is the um, control control
0: module through this whole yeah. deal And honestly, it could have been any arrow. Brian stepped up and said, hey, you know, I like what you guys are doing. And that's why we're using day six. For me personally, I don't care what arrow it is. But Brian's a great guy. He makes a good arrow. And the fact that he's willing to step up and basically supply the arrows. Because we're going to be smashing some arrows in this test.
3: Right. And it was one, too, when we did the arrow destruction test last year. The longest lasting arrow and durability. So,
0: yeah. So, you know shout out to him thanks for thanks for you know being willing to support the the testing with with arrows man i mean it could have been an easton it could have been anything it's a day six and it's a really good consistent i built my first batch a month ago two months ago and they're they're a really good oh yeah baseline for an arrow i mean there's you know, some guys yeah. had a problem with that and and you know it's it is what it is i mean no one else stepped up and sent us a bunch of arrows so uh Brian did and I appreciate it heck yeah Yep. So I guess, um, so we will outline the FOC, the
3: kinetic energy, the momentum of that setup. So that's, that information will be reported. Um, Start it off with like the overview yeah, yeah.
2: of... So basically consistency, right? On the broadhead test that I've seen, it's, hey guys, we've got this X and X broadhead <laughs> and we're going to shoot it through a sheet of plywood, you know, and it's, that's the test. Well, we're trying to get a little bit more factual and we're trying to break down and rate the broadheads in multiple categories. So first one is consistency. We've got, in the consistency, we've got weight, sharpness, and spin tests. So for the consistency test, we are going to individually weigh the package of three broadheads. So we will get three weights from the three broadheads. Some of them might be 127, some of them might be 118, some of them might be exactly 125. Mm -hmm. We'll take the three weights we get, and we will get the mean meaning the average from wow. the three. So, Shocked that you knew that word. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Uh, hey, I got Go an A-plus in the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Rhythm. Okay. <laughs> so uh, for consistency, that's what we're going to be doing. So for the weight and then for the sharpness, we actually bought a...
3: Yeah, we reached out to Benchmade and said, how do you guys test yes, your knife I blades? I called
2: Troy, and he says, well, what would work best for you is this thing from... A company called edge on up it's basically going to test how much weight it takes for the broadhead to cut I don't know exactly essentially what
3: it's, it's like think of the flossoms, like the little plastic flossoms that you get yeah. that has a and so you you put down that on the scale and you it's gonna oh, basically weigh the pressure that is applied to cut that as soon as that yep. pressure breaks it records that value. Yeah. I so. was
0: calling it a breach test. because yeah. It's how much That's pressure does it take cool. for the broadhead to breach into the service that we're testing. Yeah. 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 And you know, for guys that follow iron will on Instagram, he does a breach test with his heads. And that kind of is where this idea came from is like, well, we should do that, but we should do that with all the heads. And then um, to take it a step further, which I don't know if we should get into this yet or not, but with the retention aspect of it, after shooting them into what we're going to shoot them in, we're going to retest them. Right. For sharpness, edge retention, and then we're going to get a percentage of edge retention change there, which no one else has done. That's that's a brand new test. No one else has ever done that.
1: And we're not sharpening it. We're taking it out of
0: the package. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the thing is, is I can foresee some of these videos being like 35, 40 minutes long just because of how many heads we have to show. <laughs> right. People are going to say, "Oh, well, we didn't see the full you pulling the head out of, taking that specific arrow over to the thing, cutting it." You're going to have to take our word on it. Yeah,
1: yeah we're you're just right. going to get that. The, mean,
3: the objective is to not be—we're uh, not biased. We're just testing heads yeah, and absolutely. You know, so yeah. um, we're as curious as everybody else to yeah. know what what's going to perform. What's we don't not. have a broadhead
2: sponsor, no. so <laughs> I've,
0: I've got high hopes for certain ones. Yes, and I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers they perform like I want them to. Hopefully. But by no, by no means necessary. Am I going to skew any result right. ever? Right. Um, you know, because credibility is all we got. You know, right. <laughs> that's that's exactly. really what it comes down to. It's not worth wasting that over being biased over one head. Yeah. I know. I just don't even understand that. But
2: so for the third category in the consistency, it's going to be a spin test. We're not quite sure how we're going to scale it. It's going to be more a pass fail, which is easier. I kind of. Yeah. High definitely. So, um. So, we will be spin testing those heads as well. You want to break down the accuracy, Cody? Yeah. That's just the first. That's just
1: consistency. That's That's consistency.
0: That's just one category. Goodness gracious, we're going to be here for
1: days.
3: (laughs) Next up um, is accuracy. So, we've thought about this, like thinking how do we, you know, the variable of people outside, um, anything of that. And so, we reached out. Spot Hog makes a shooting machine. It's called the Hooter Shooter. We shot it for the first time this week. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty fucking uh, sweet. So basically, we're gonna have that uh, elimination of variable of what a human can shoot.
2: Oh, I shot that low. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I... It went off
3: low. So we'll shoot a tester or a uh, tester on that. It'll be just a field point and then two broadheads, and take that uh, group size and record that. So that's how yep. that. That whole test is going to go down, I, and I think the biggest thing there, we're going to shoot at 60 yards. So, you know, it's a it's a long shot, but not um, you know not 120 where you start getting some serious variables <laughs> right. there. Right. Um, right. And so, it's a that'll realistic
2: be. shot for someone in the field. Right. 100. Okay. Right. So yep. that's that's pretty much what we're. And
0: doing. I think you guys were telling me you were going to do that early in the morning. Yeah. yeah, we yeah, need yeah. Control yeah. To control the environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. just another control, trying to control the wind. So, right. you know we're all going out of our way to try and make this as consistent and eliminate the variables. So guys that are like, well, what about the wind? Well, we're trying to shoot it right in the early freaking crack in the morning. So there's another variable that we're trying to get rid of there.
1: Yep. Yep. (laughs) So then we're moving on to the, what is it, the penetration category? Yeah, Yeah.
3: this one was cool because it was really eye-opening last year. The the one thing that I think we did really well in the broader test was introducing that cardboard layer. Yes. Yeah, that was good. That was my favorite test.
2: That is my favorite. And to be able to see the cardboard, like how mm-hmm. it was like bunched, if you will, of where the head entered through, that's basically, you can see that as uh, wound damage, essentially. Yeah. So, uh, not that we could ever rate that or scale that, but that's how you would see, oh, okay, that did a well, lot of damage. You
0: could see how long it took a expandable to deploy, too. To, yeah, yeah and crazy. then where it didn't open up on one edge, which is going to pull the broadhead in a certain direction. If you, if you, are hitting with one blade and you're not hitting with another, sure. it's going to churn that yeah. arrow or which that head, which almost. is deflection. Yeah. So which? it showed a lot in that one cardboard test. That was, I wish we would have spent more time analyzing and understanding what we were looking at there. Right. Cause it was like, I just, I, I still think about that test all the time. It's like, wait, that was a deflection test too. You know, like there's a lot of things with that cardboard test and I'm glad we're bringing that back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're going to do that at 20 and at 60 yards so penetration value at 20 versus 60 should be quite a bit of difference
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah
3: yeah and then so that will also kind of help in with some of that drag testing that you really i mean yeah you could do it with the chrono but the variance with the chrono and a couple True. feet here That's, and there is not that
2: was one of the ideas earlier right i mean we essentially also wanted to test sound in flight yeah so we were trying to figure out a way for us to now we're taking to capture it a little the far sound <laughs> of, I mean, there's some broadheads that just flat sing As they're going down range, I freedom ring. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. You got the
0: whistlers. Um, That's right. Well, you know, I was I was thinking about this, and I was willing to um, donate a phone uh, because I have my phone scope phone, and it has a decibel reader on there, and we could put it on a tripod and shoot right past it with a hooter shooter, obviously. And if it breaks, I don't really care because it's my phone scope phone. But you could measure the loudness as the broadhead passes by or pushes air. I, I know there's going to be louder ones that we're going to hear it on video. You're going to hear the ones on video that are louder than the others. I believe that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm not sure if we're doing, are we doing the loudness test? Or I, don't, no?
2: I don't know. It's- I know. my question is, is
0: it, does sound
1: travel a lot faster? Is it going to, is the animal going to hear it before it gets there?
2: Absolutely. Does
0: it? Do you know there's been studies on that? And I, I don't know how conclusive. It is. Um, yeah, so just don't open up like that. <laughs> That's a can I, of worms. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then the last
3: but not uh, durability.
1: This is my favorite one. This is the myth book. This is, right? <laughs> right? This yeah. is like, we're going to let's break some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can chew cardboard all day, but let's break some
0: you stuff. Know, the only complaint I had about one, that one last year was not wearing safety glasses. <laughs> <laughs> was, we got some stuff that was. Ee, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was standing behind a tree while they were shooting arrows at, <laughs> at, at, the, at the, shoulder. <laughs> the shoulder blade. We got ridiculed for that. That was
0: That, that was, was fun, though. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was Talk always fun deflection. destroying stuff. Yeah. 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 So, what are we using? Do we have a, a set? barrier for that
3: yeah so i mean both with that penetration so we're going to do the cardboard test right that'll all be anchored so it's not moving you know last year we just kind of had some weight there we've we've actually got a little bit better plan this year durability is going to be the same deal anchored sheet of plywood three-quarter inch mdf
2: we went from Demolition Ranch last year yeah, to yeah. kind of like MythBusters this
1: year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I want, I try, heads. <laughs> yeah.
0: I want heads, some heads to die, and I want some heads to be able to succeed. Right. I and mean, this is this is not a, like aluminum plate. The some some will survive. This is this. a bigger
2: yeah. swim moment. Aluminum yeah. right. plate did pretty good
1: actually last yeah. year. I was shocked. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. pretty. We can
3: bring that in too. I mean, yeah, not so. a bad idea.
0: Kind of like a grand finale. Like, oh, this head won. Now let's kill it. Yeah. Well, even <laughs> the aluminum didn't kill some of them. That's right. true. They shot yeah. through it, and we could pull them right yeah. out. It was That's crazy. Yeah.
3: So, and then that basically is when at that edge retention, we've talked about either after the cardboard or after the penetration test, mm. depending.
0: Well, I'd probably do it after the cardboard because if it's blown up, we can't test the yeah the yeah. retention.
2: And because you know when you're testing that, if if it goes through the card just just cardboard, and there's a major difference in how sharp it was i don't know that tells me a lot about the well
3: the cardboard though is in a pretty abrasive like it's actually a very like there's going to be a dramatic difference I, um, I think across the board
0: paper always seems to dull knives pretty quick yeah no car, sharp. Car, cardboard
3: yeah. is a very big abrasive yeah. so
0: I'm, cu- I'm really curious that's that's one where whatever the results are going to be I, I i bet i'm surprised yeah you know? and, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it'll be interesting um, so as we go through these tests, is there going to be broadheads that'll drop out early? Like I'm just trying to look at the tests.
2: <laughs> what do you mean drop out? Well, early.
1: As, are we going to like okay? This one's not even going to. I mean, are we going to take it clear to the end, even if the broadhead is performing terribly? Yes. Mm. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So break down the uh, not the rating system, Cody. Yeah.
3: So we were kind of looking at this, like, how do we? So we've got our three categories: expandable, fixed replaceable blade, and but we don't have all the same amount in each category. So those definitely going to be categorical winners. Um, but say if we have 15 fixed blade heads, each test is going to be worth the max 15 points and the lowest scoring head is going to be one point. Um, so it's going to be a ranking system, and then basically we'll combine all that after each test, overall point score. Would be how that so comes the replaceable
2: out. blades will be competing against replaceable blades, correct? And yep. then the expandables, expandables, and fix the fix. Yep, um, yep. because we got uh talking to well, DMing, so I I kind of pimp myself out there for free heads <laughs> oh, on boy. Instagram. And some people were like, Well, it wasn't exactly a fair blah blah blah, they didn't know if they want to send us heads. It's like, Okay, well, we're doing it in categories this year, and it was so it, it was just kind of eye-opening so i was like well we'll do it justice and we'll have everything competing in, i guess the category right. should
0: well some of the well i'll just say it. some of the expandables didn't want to participate in our test because some of them weren't structured in their favor so you know my my thing is is this is a pretty darn objective test and we're not going to put an extra barrier in front of a barrier to make your bar out ahead deploy quicker like you know we have some of the most talked-about heads of 2019 right now. We have the Zeus, the Sever. Do we have Thorn yet, or do we get Thorn? I don't know, we didn't. Um, but we have some of these. We have the, the, the Trocars, um, the NLP Hybrids. The kill zones Yeah, um, uh, the Tripans, I think. And, you know, Jesus so I, I understand why some of these guys didn't want to get in the games, because they're going to they're gonna be exposed. I mean, that's straight up, we're going to expose some heads here, in, in my opinion. We'll see if I'm right or wrong, but... Um, some of these, some of these broadhead manufacturers just didn't didn't want to play. But luckily, we had people send us their heads, anyways. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, uh, I do know it
3: seems like in that replaceable blade head Exodus has been a uh, very talked yes. about head. A lot of people asking about. It. I'm curious to I'm, see how that I've one. I've seen
2: very good things from that. Yeah, yeah. Steve's shooting it again. Yeah. Trevor's shooting, Trail. It. Yeah. Yeah. Trailer. shooting it. Yeah, shooting
3: it. Trevor Trevor shot him a year. Trevor did. That yeah. 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 was
0: on my one of my hit list of of ones I wanted. I wanted the Day six evos, I wanted the annihilators, and I wanted the uh, Exodus, and I wanted the Zeus, and those are in the, the sever. Those are the ones I most highly wanted to. To test, to test, yeah,
3: yeah. And we got some two uh, some Australian heads. We got a few different Australian mm-hmm. heads. Mm-hmm. You Oscar, know, that are, yeah that that are definitely on that. Uh, Durability—they're yes. built for the durability, They're but whether lurking. they do or how they do in the, some of the other tests.
0: Um. Did we get those hurricane ones? Uh, the three-blade single bevel. The
2: hurricane three-blade.
0: Yeah. The, off, <laughs> the offset. Did no. we get those? No. Uh, I got. I got a guy that'll send us something, so I'll. I'll did reach we get out the
3: Kai uh, Kyuga?
2: No. So we reached. No. No, we didn't.
0: No, we okay. did not. But we will in the future have those. Yes. Yes. Gotcha.
2: There you go.
1: So back to my original question, who is (laughs) going to shoot the head that hits the top of the ladder?
2: Most likely. I mean, I will.
3: I will in the fixed blade.
0: Okay. Um, I I plan on shooting two different broadheads on my hog hunt next week. So um, I plan on not changing what I do. I'm going to keep testing all the heads on the market. And despite what our results do, I, I don't, I don't get stuck on a head, man. So, Gotcha. You can't, okay. this this can't pin me down. This isn't a permanent
3: I'm just thing. asking. Next I'm just year, I might do this yeah. test again. And yeah, I'm oh a new head. I've been – I mean, honestly, though, like, I'm still a pretty uh, big proponent of a two-blade single bevel or a single bevel head. I like that wound channel. I've had some – I've shot them the last – six years or something and really like them and you know my original when when i first got a bow in my hand when i was 12 years old i shot a delta snuffer it's a fixed blade it's like about the most traditional three-blade broad that a guy could so i've always been on that realm of a fixed blade head i really haven't shot i think i've killed one elk with a thunderhead but other than that it's been almost all fixed blade
0: yeah should we all take predictions on what's going to perform the best
3: category sure
0: Oh, our faces? I think, I think trance is going to be bone. Well, I mean, right now, because that's the only one I've known, actually, that's in this test, and really. Tested and tested. Yeah.
1: Other than that, I mean, last year I shot Strickland's, even though the bones performed the best. But really? That was because I couldn't get any bones. So. <laughs> out of stock. <laughs> yeah, we're out of stock. So, anyway, maybe I can get some this year. I don't know. But I'll, I'll shoot whatever it doesn't, you know. To me, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, I think you can get hung up on a lot of things. So. Yeah, oh, I agree. It's uh, one of those things where, it's to me, it's like, It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun (laughs) test.
3: But to me, honestly, broadhead's more important than a sight on your bow, whatever it is. Like, that is the only thing that actually interacts with your your quarry. Whoa. So, you know, to my opinion, if you spend all this money and then you're like, ah, I'm just going to get these broadheads like that, Mm. you're doing yourself disservice and the animal disservice by not trying to shoot the best head out there or, you know. And yeah, whether that, you know, like I said, this test may not be the end-all, be-all by any means. It's just, like, here's the consistent... And I, like, think,
2: I think, to your point, every single person has a different opinion on percent. what percent. That, that would be is. Yeah, absolutely. Be yeah, absolutely. So, like, to me, I, I want a two-blade with, with a bleeder. Just because mm-hmm. I, I've i seen skin cut up or over, I don't know, Right. cover up the wound so that, that way it doesn't bleed more. And I think a bleeder blade obviously it's called bleeder blade it's gonna really help give me a blood trail so that's right. that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping a two blade with a with right. a bleeder will do well for the fixed
0: well if i'm not mistaken trent you're you're not as concerned with with uh you want to basically shish kebab an elk from front to back right i mean you I want can, penetration yeah. if i can yeah <laughs> wherever so and if you don't get blood trail and so be it i that thing's going to die very quickly you Still
1: have to hit them right i guess yeah. as far as in any broad yeah. you shoot and so then there's that you know that test of well is accuracy more important than penetration or mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't
0: know yeah so all these tests are
3: I mean it really it's accuracy penetration durability like those those the whole thing yeah
0: Yeah. I'm up there because Wes and I have a little bit different priority because I want blood trail I mean that's really important to me um because on that bowl last year where I called you guys I'm like I got no blood I know I smoked them like I don't know yeah and so after that experience what were you shooting again uh that was the kudu Okay. and I shot him probably two inches above the heart I mean it was right where I thought I did
3: yeah and what broadside
0: broadside shot and it was 17 18 yards he ended up going 60 yards but it was so thick it took me I, I looked for him a lot of that night and then I found him right off the bat the next morning yeah so no and all the meat was good i all the meat was good
1: no that's uh that's one thing as far as it all depends on: Does he have his arm back? Did he tuck the, Like, like mm-hmm. Weston was just saying, tuck the skin back. You know, it, there's a ton. There's of a variables. There's a lot. Yeah, tons of variables.
2: I I told somebody that I heart shot and one or double lung my cow last year. And they said, "I bet your blood trail was awesome." It's like, "Ah, didn't bleed for a, a, at all." <laughs> didn't hardly <laughs> because have I any shot blood. it through the shoulder, right? And then right. the shoulder is covering up it, and it didn't exit. So there was no, yeah. and right, it wasn't right. the broadhead's fault that I was no. shooting. Yeah. It was placement. Your fault. Yeah yes yeah i blame you most of and you know i mean <laughs> in, the, in the
3: tree stand world i you know i think you know they, they talk about big openings and because they but they don't necessarily concern about penetration where if you're shooting down an animal and you penetrate well you're gonna have a phenomenal blood trail if you mm-hmm. can get that second you know the, the empty bathroom. the drain hole. correct yes yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah like i said i i've seen i've been on a pile of blood trails in my life and some have been broadhead like great some have not been you know the shot was good it should be a good blood trail mm-hmm. you know it's low broadside double pass through and have not had great bro- blood trails where i think that was a broadhead yeah. you know that but
0: i i noticed that when i switched to is i like, the kudu last year was one of the most talked about broadheads for me personally with with guys wanting to know what i thought about them I'm right. like well let me let me build an opinion. And so I went and hunted with them all year last year, which I typically don't do. But um, my my blood trails weren't as consistently good as a three blade, obviously, because you're not going to have a, a hole. You're right. going to have a slice. And right. so, um, you know, they penetrated. I got pass-throughs on everything, right? They were deadly accurate. They were quiet. But the blood trail was the Achilles heel for me. And mm. is that going to be every time? No, not at all. I mean, you could have a, right. you could have a red carpet with, with a kudu. But for me it what was less found. consistent it was gotcha. less likely
3: yeah and then we did kind of touch on the uh, deflection side of it and i think you're right the cardboard especially in the expandables mm-hmm. is going to be pretty easy to see some deflection oh, yeah. if one blade but on a fixed head or a replaceable head we we really haven't been able to dial in something that can be somewhat consistent other than shooting a a, a plywood a piece of plywood at an angle you know and some heads made penetrate some may not uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of my thoughts of like that's one variable that during this test if we come up with something we may uh you know pivot and if someone's and get got that ideas, give
2: us an email yeah uh to trent at, no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, but No, like, let's pump the brakes on that one a little bit but there as far as a deflection goes there was we really have not been able to think of a good enough test to as far as the in-depth as we're going to test right okay.
0: Same thing with the leak test. I, was, I was, had my heart set on leak tests, and I could not yeah. for the life of me figure out a good way to do an objective leak test, and, and that's like a blood trail test. And, how, uh, quick yeah, how quick something Yeah, how quick something would release yeah. liquid or drain, and, and we're not going to do it because I couldn't think of a really good objective way.
3: I remember uh, when toxics first came
0: on the market, that like round, <laughs> you
3: know, the, um, they shut the milk jug. Yes, you yeah.
0: know? I
2: killed a cow and a buck with a toxic.
0: <laughs> Here we go. We have those in the test, don't we? I don't no. think so. Well, I will. I will get some, and we will have those in the test. So Forty-six heads. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, and then one thing I do want to say is, uh, you know, it's another disclaimer. I'm sorry, but you know, there's different levels of broadheads here for price range. We have hundred and twenty-five dollar pack of broadheads, or somewhere around in there, and we have ten dollar pack of broadheads. So
2: I think we even have less than. These. Yeah, and so less putting,
0: than ten dollars for three. Think, yeah, you know, that's awesome. It was like, a <laughs> see- package of six or whatever you yeah. had.
2: You know, the long.
3: The those cold ones, seal, oh yes, those are yeah. like five bucks. Yeah, really.
0: We've got I'm dirt naps. Out. We've got Chinese knockoff of dirt naps, which I think would be cool to compare those, because um, I think they're probably pretty similar. But um, that's my biased opinion wow. there. Tough um, love. I man, I I I could go. I bought a pack to test one time, and I I kept them in my tackle box. I didn't even test them because they they were just. Out of the box, they were horrible. Really, they weren't even worth worth testing. But wow. that's just my experience with that one broadhead. So we'll see. Maybe they'll prove me wrong in this test. But what I'm saying here is, you know, comparing that cheap shot—is it called a cheap shot? They call themselves a cheap shot. I'm not being a jerk. No,
3: no. Yeah, I think that is. right Yeah, yeah. it's cold steel as a man. Cold steel. Yeah, the cold steel I'm cheap right. shots. Yeah. yeah,
0: comparing that to an iron will—that's not fair because right. you're not paying so. We need to be objective on that as well, and you need to you need to say, hey, an exodus is. Should we look
1: that up and have that somewhere in the whole test of how much they cost?
0: Price range.
3: Yeah, 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 I think it's a smart idea. We'll report that in the spreadsheet for sure. Yeah, we'll report it. It
2: doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be in the videos, but like in the data, everyone will see how much it costs. It's
1: a good idea.
0: Cost per per value. I don't know how you how you'd gauge that, but um, you know, those cheap shots for me would be like a grouse arrow. You know, or a, maybe, maybe, or, or a, yeah, I don't carb. know. Yeah. Carb. Carb. <laughs> you guys are carp killers now. <laughs> Real deal. Real but deal. I wanted to throw that out there because some guys are going to have a problem with comparing a $10 broadhead to a $1 broadhead. Yeah.
1: 100%. Or a hundred and some odd dollar broadhead. It <laughs> right. just shocks me that three for a hundred and some odd bucks. But. Right yeah um so we're gonna break it all down we're gonna do the whole test uh and we're gonna split it up into multiple videos so that way if you you know you won't just have to watch a video for five hours because all these tests they're gonna take some time so Mm -hmm. yeah like like everybody's saying we're gonna be super super subjective as far as you know a lot of things will speed up obviously because you don't want to watch us walking back and forth and pulling every single one out but we, uh, we don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak, as far as that we're going to try to make win over top of the other ones. It's everything's going to be equal.
3: And then the fun part of it is, like, we've got <laughs> some other surprises up our sleeves. Is Once mm-hmm. we get through this, then we're going to shoot some stuff. Yes. Yep. Yeah. A variety. A, and, z-
2: a large, large variety.
3: Yeah, yeah. May have some shoulder blades <laughs> stashed in the freezer. Um,
2: Bowling balls, teddy bears. Never know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Titty bear holding a bowling ball. Okay. <laughs> Such a big secret.
1: So are, are we? did we cover it?
0: I think I think we covered our, our CYA on this. Okay. Um, I think we, we gave a good idea of what we're testing. I, I'm personally really proud and excited about the fact that we're coming up with new ways to test heads. Uh, we are breaking ground on this with the edge retention test. No one else has done that. So um, I think it's a solid test, and I don't want to hype it up too much because I'm not... I'm just not into hyping stuff up, but I am I'm very excited about this test. It's well, going to be one that people I'll look I'll hype at. it up.
2: You can just call me the hype man. Oh. Uh, this is going to be freaking <laughs> sweet. Okay. Um, my, just, my thoughts on this is I want this to be the test that people compare things to for the next year when they go to buy heads, or even yeah. this year if we can hopefully get it out quick enough. Yep. I want them to be like, what head should I get? Oh, dude, you need to watch the Born and Raised Outdoors, the series they did on it, and you mm-hmm. need to just figure it out, or you need to download their... Right. Downloadable spreadsheet and you know everything. Yeah. so that's that's what I want.
1: Copy. Cream Heck copy. yeah, guys! Copy. I love it. Copy.
3: Yep.
0: Thanks All for right. having me on the show again. Hey, guys, thanks for coming over. <laughs> yeah, if
3: uh, if you haven't heard of Garrett, uh, check him out. He's got a great YouTube page. He's got a podcast called On Point. You can find that anywhere podcast is uh, Websites produced. Websites I've never even heard of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can get check them out on Instagram, Facebook as well. So on point, Garrett Weaver, great stuff. Appreciate you coming down. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me. I just I I am stoked to be a part of this. So thanks for letting me uh, hop on. Hop on. Oh no problem. Yeah.
1: You were the first one we thought of. It's like okay, <laughs> something technical, not to throw the nerd out thing. But
0: hey, yeah. no, that's fine. <laughs> and and for for your for your listeners because I know you had a few guys. I am married. Uh, I do have a girlfriend. Oh man,
1: uh, I know, I know. You just lost half our viewers. I know.
0: <laughs> Some guys are like, "That guy needs to find a girlfriend." I, I am married, so uh, I'm just gonna throw that one out there. <laughs> Good call. I do have a life. Good call. I do have a life. <laughs> well, thank you Matt, for coming on. And, All right, guys. Um, anyway,
1: we'll catch you guys on the next one. <laughs> See you. See you.